three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Everybody, thank you so much for listening. This is the real pineapple. This is your humble host, Hunter. I hope you guys are all having a great week, weekend, whenever you're listening to this. <clears throat> I'm gonna full disclosure, I've got a review here for uh Ambu LA ants coming in <laughs> right now. And I've uh I've got a friend of the show, he's been on a couple times. Uh, you can catch out his own podcast. Mission Impotable, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, Nathan, how you doing, sir? I'm doing great, man. I'm fucking, I'm fucking stoked, man. I weirdly did more research for this movie than I expected to for this podcast because it was supposed to come out in like January. And I was like, you know, I'm the one person who will go to bat for like Bay as not being the worst director in the world. So I watched oh, all his movies. Oh, he's de- so okay. So you know, let's have that conversation real quick. The people who go, yes, I understand. Michael Bay has made some some shitty shit. Um, it's weirdly fascinating his career as a producer because he produces a lot of good shit, like, great shit, like... Yeah, Platinum Dunes gets gets a bad rap for what stinkers they have, and because Michael Bay's name is on there, but obviously A Quiet Place, but I think his, uh, those early horror remakes that he did, the the Friday the 13th one and the Texas Chainsaw Massacre are very, like, sleek and well-produced movies. Uh, uh, Agreed, and I think people, I think people the Friday the 13th movie just didn't want to hear, like, Oh, Freddy's a pedophile? It's like, well, yeah, if you even watch the original, like they don't come. Oh, right you got you got it swap Nightmare on Elm Street. That oh, that's right, man. My bad. That's right. Yeah, no, no. Is, the, is Jason. That's right. My bad. Got full disclosure, people. I tried out this new elixir. I'm much higher than I thought I was gonna be. So we're gonna kind of just zoom. <laughs> we'll see I got this. I got my wine, and no matter what happens, we're not as high as Jake Gyllenhaal in this movie. Th- that is very true because, <laughs> goddamn, um. It's kind of fat. Okay, so real quick before I go back, we go get the Joan Hall. Like Black Sails is a is a show that I actually really enjoyed. Shockingly enough, is he um, involved in that one? Uh, yeah, he's a producer on that show. No kidding. Yeah, um, that and that in the last ship, which the last ship actually wasn't bad. I was like, okay, like like Bay produced like, and and I I never reviewed it proper for the channel, but I thought the uh the Forever Purge actually was shockingly good um uh i think frank grillo's on that one i'll admit the purges kind of blend together after a certain point but yeah like oh no he's not in that one i think he produced the one that uh the first purge that does have frank grillo in it too though but uh yeah bay has been a talented dude for a minute but and we you drew this comparison and i we've both talked about it and i i agree with you thousand percent the highs of michael bay for me, definitely balance out the lows. And and look, the lows Transformers last night is the one that immediately comes to mind, which just angers me beyond what I can put into words. You can check out the review of it. But you look at the Bad Boys movies, one and two, those are fucking great. You look at Armageddon. I know people give Armageddon shit. 
I dig Armageddon. I think that Armageddon was, is a comedy. People freak out and they're like, it takes itself too seriously. It's like, no, it doesn't. It really doesn't. It's so it's so cheesy, but in uh, but in the best way. Um, yeah, uh, uh, I mean, the Rock, they, the Rock, the rock literally painting game. Yeah, I was literally about to bring up the Rock. Painting game. I actually went back and rewatched at your recommendation, and that. I did enjoy it more than I remember. I just hate Wahlberg in that movie because Wahlberg's just one of those actors who just can derail film for me. And I and I fully acknowledge that. See, to me, that that's like Wahlberg at his best level where he plays like a low status person who has no idea that he is not the big fish. <laughs> and okay. just right. keeps constantly trying to like, I mean, he's so good at lying to himself, but I always just find... Like when he has that one line, uh, oh my gosh, that he says to uh, Rob Corddry, where he's like, "What the fuck are notaries, man?" Oh, that's right. Okay, that is actually a funny line. Yeah, like, <laughs> there's just so so much great stuff. But that movie is an interesting um, situation and is sort of the I consider to be the defining text of his career because that's really his biggest passion project, and that was going to be his movie after Armageddon, as opposed to Pearl Harbor. Yeah, which I. Which okay, admit. And you think that, about that trajectory. Well, it's, fa- it's a, that's a fascinating question because if you get if you do if you do that after Armageddon, then we don't get Mackie, we don't get we don't get Johnson. Um, like oh yeah, we'd have a weird cast, but yeah, but I think Bay would probably be better received as a director for sure. Because Pearl Harbor was like the first time I kind of went okay, dude. Like, like, what are you doing? And well, Armageddon was kind of, I believe there was an article literally that was put out that was just, is Michael Bay the devil after Armageddon came yes, out? I do remember, I do remember that being a thing. Because I remember going and seeing Armageddon in theaters as a kid and going like, man, that was really like, you know, and I'm not a huge Aerosmith fan, but you know, that, you know, I don't want to miss a thing when, you know, when, you know, Wolf's like, you know, take care of her. It's like, again, not so she's like a motherfucker but it's yeah, damn it's good matcha, but it's damn good matcha cheese and that was oh, totally. of, and that was one of those first projects i think for a lot of people where people kind of saw affleck and went okay he there are dramatic beats that he does have to nail and he nails them in that movie again say what you will about the rest of the film but michael clark duncan's great in that um uh steve buscemi yeah you Buscemi's go through the whole great. cast it's fantastic like, from top it, to bottom like it really is, I think, a much better film than people do give it credit for. But that takes us to here. So Jake Gyllenhaal, who I'll be real, that's another dude. I just kind of go, why don't we give Gyllenhaal more credit? Because Gyllenhaal's kind of one of the best, actually not kind of, it's one of the best actors that we have. Like I, you know, I know Taylor Swift hates him, but you know, whatever. But like he's, <laughs> between Nightcrawler, uh, Stronger, um, prisoners. I mean, Donnie Darko obviously broke back. I mean, and that's just a couple, you know, off the yeah, top. Yeah, I mean, you know, off the top. I'll, you know that I, <laughs> whenever I bring up an MCU film, you guys are immediately like, oh, where's the shoe going to drop? But with Spider-Man No Way Home, that's a fucking gonzo performance in there. And he's, he's certainly like, he's capable of being like, you know, relaxed and giving like a nuanced performance, but also if anybody tells him to go absolutely fucking bug nuts, he, he goes bug nuts. And in this movie, he, uh, he certainly is like apt for everything Bay throws at him. 
which is really unique for Michael Bay because often he has actors who are more concerned in uh, with how they look as a movie star. And Joan Holt's kind of selfless in that way. Like he's willing to give himself to the script. I mean, the fucker did Bubble Boy, which no one ever brings up. And that would be one of the first things I asked his ass about it. Like, dude, how did Bubble Boy come across to you? Because that's the that's the first movie I ever saw him in. But he really went all in with this one because he even held the camera for a lot of the scenes in the ambulance because they really? just could not fit. Yeah, he was. Oh, I didn't. Okay. People <laughs> are arguing that he should be like co-director credit on this. That's okay. That's fascinating. So, okay, let's get in this movie. It's, yeah. very, it's a very simple plot. So, uh, Yanya, oh, I'm going to butcher your name, brother. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I got you. I got you. It's Yaha Abdul-Mateen. Thank you. The second. <laughs> the second. He, you know, of course, Black Manta, that, that's what most people, you know, know, know him from. Um, Trial Chicago 7, which is not a great Watchmen, movie. Watchmen, which... Been, so, so, no spoilers. <laughs> no spoilers. I have not seen it yet. I know. I know. But he's good in Watchmen. Um, <laughs> and it and, you know, I always think about the get down, which I was really bummed that show got canceled, but he's great in that as well. But he so he plays Will Sharp, who uh, who volunteered for the military, um, comes back home. And OK, Michael Bay, this is maybe the most. Oh, God, I guess I'll go on this 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 limb. It's the most socially conscious Bay has been. Maybe ever. Ever. Like, ever? I, would, I would go ever for like, sure because i'm sitting there watching this so i i did a double feature of this and uh everything all at once that Mich- that michelle yo movie that i'm gonna review her at some point but this was the second movie i saw the double feature and i'm sitting here and watching it, and i'm going okay michael bay let's be real has a tendency to be a little sexist uh a little racist and so i'm sitting there watching the movie going all right when are these bad habits gonna like creep up and i gotta give the dude credit they they don't like to a shocking extent they don't and not only do they not creep up there are actual points where you expect them to creep up or someone in the film brings these things up and he immediately shuts that shit down i think we're talking about the same moment because there's like yeah. one moment where i was sitting in the theater and somebody's like well we should explain uh jake joan hall is his adoptive brother uh, and as they go through, they, they were both raised by a bank robber. Uh, there's not a small hook to a movie that Michael Bay can't overstuff to two hours. <laughs> you are not <laughs> wrong. <laughs> <laughs> this movie has no qualms with introducing entire characters at like the 80 minute mark. <laughs> yeah, why? Yeah, because like the whole like FBI team are introduced like 75% of the way home and it's like oh yeah this movie is nuts it's his most restrained movie and that should make you roll your eyes when you watch this movie which is an epic on every scale but uh they're both brothers and will sharp is having an awful time trying to get his daughter's treatment for she's got some sickness they never explain what it is he needs money to pay for it all he tries to ask for a loan from his Brother, played by Jake Hall, who seems to have just arrived out of a bag of cocaine. That was also the screenwriter yeah. for this movie. <laughs> so let's talk about that. This is almost bordering on being a crank film with how frantic everything feels. And I mean that as a compliment, because when Hall, this is something that I love about him in Nightcrawler and in, uh, in uh, Far From Home, 
Um, or No Way Home. No Way Home? Fuck. No, you far from you had it. You had it. Yeah, the first time I was fucking up too. (laughs) Stop using home as a title thing. We're done with it. Sony, what the fuck? But but in uh in No Way Home, when you know he figures out Peter Parker and all that shit, and that gear switches, it's basically that gear, but he's in it from from jump with a few quips that really actually work. There's this point where he's talking to, um, what's her name? Isa Gonzalez. Isa Gonzalez, who's technically the hero of this movie, which is which interesting. Which is incredible. There's this point where she throws out this retort and he goes, you know, like, oh, well, you know, I wish I didn't have herpes, but we have to deal with the cards we're dealt. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. but, it's, but it's played as a joke, but it's funny. And so... This is cashmere! Uh, yeah, like, like Hall is... Okay, I don't. I'm not gonna say all-time great performance by Joan Hall, but this makes me want to see him and Bay work together again. Like it was like in a way that I was not expecting when I when I entered the movie. I was like, wow, you actually like where has this been? Like Bay. Okay, so you know how like you know obviously Scorsese has Leo and like other directors have you know their actors their core group that they like to work with. You know Apatow, whoever. I really hope that Joan Hall and Bay are like let's keep this going let's do this again in a couple years he found his guy he thought it was mark Wahlberg for a little bit because that's why he did the two transformers movies he's like well oh i didn't know that really that's what mark's the guy interesting (laughs) if i get a guy that i like on board and hollywood uh they're never gonna listen to this but hollywood please don't think like jay joe and hall and michael bay need to make more transformers movies let's yeah let's keep it for original let's keep bay away from toyland yeah well well said but but what i actually like about this movie is it kind of gives me those american gangster vibes in the sense of yes obviously robbing banks is wrong totally like we totally get that that's bad but when will is talking about his his uh partner and how she needs the surgery and how hard it is to get to through this insurance company even try to figure out an alternative like option it is. It does feed into the whole lie that we have as America, where we go, "Hey, if you if you fight for our country, we'll take care of you." And it's like, well, no, actually, apparently not. And so when he gets roped into you know this one last heist, you know, of course, um, with with Danny, you go, "Yeah, this is wrong, but you got screwed in a way that you shouldn't be," and. Well, we should we're 14 minutes in we should definitely just explain the small hook so we can just go all go, in go, go so I'll, I'll just i'll just get us through this real quick uh so basically once he asked for the loan from his brother his brother is like okay well what you can do is help me out with this job uh we're robbing a bank and he's like i don't know if i want to be a part of this he's like well i got everything on here and th- this thing needs another guy so they go in uh the heist goes wrong in a way that weirdly relates to Michael Bay films, like a Michael Bay film is the reason the heist goes wrong, which is like the most dick sucking thing I've oh ever seen. God, that, it's that so was, funny. That was so hilariously like meta inside of being meta. I was like, wow, this weirdly works. But it goes wrong. Uh, it basically becomes heat in the beginning of this like bank heist and they, they shoot a cop and the cop is picked up by an ambulance that they later hijack and... Yaha defending his brother had shot the cop earlier and 
this cop is just casually, you know, bleeding out as this EMT played by Isaac Gonzalez, who's technically the hero of the movie, as I said earlier, is trying to keep him alive. They hijack the ambulance and are driving and the police know that they've hijacked the ambulance pretty early on. So they're basically at like five stars in GTA. So we have all these cop cars following this ambulance. That's literally the note I had written with GTA. Well done. Good. (laughs) Yeah. And, and the entire time they, they very desperately want to just destroy this ambulance and just blow it up, but they know they can't kill one of their brother cops. And the entire time there will be, it's a Murphy's law movie. Anything that could go wrong does go wrong. There are moments where they're like, he's running out of blood. And yeah, I was like, ah, fuck, I'm a universal donor. Yeah, so, you know? okay, let's talk about that whole kind of search. So let's just kind of just, by the way, full spoilers, not a whole lot to spoil, but full spoilers. So, okay, the action in this. There are so many, there are several drone shots in this movie. And I'm going to be real, y'all. It kicks ass. It kicks yeah. so much ass. Like, it's yeah. so cool. Like, done in a way that, like, I went, wow, this feels really innovative and i'm like okay bay in a way that truly pushes forward cinema because when you look at so many movies with drone shots and they try and imitate what cameras do and this movie we should say um 40 million dollars looks at least like maybe 150 is being generous you know it looks expensive and one of the ways they managed to get through so much of it is by you know, you got a limited cast in one location. You film all the scenes of the ambulance on their own. And everything else is just Michael Bay borrowing L.A. cop cars and using a ton of drones and crashing them into each other and occasionally losing a few drones in the process. Oh, man. And when, like, so the way that they use a drone for these sweeping shots and for these chase scenes um, are genuinely incredible. I just rewatched the Fury Road uh, a couple nights ago, which which kicks so much ass. I love that fucking movie. And watching that, I went, man, this is on par with that as far as the initial uh, ambulance chase scene. And it's very similar to Fury Road in that fact that after a certain point, it really is just a really long uh, chase. And yet the things... To, to your point, the whole Murphy's Law aspect of, oh, man, this cop is, you know, oh, man, we need to go ahead and perform surgery on this cop. Oh, fuck, that sucks. And oh, shit, uh, this cover is blown. And oh, this plan went wrong. And just the amount, like, you feel the walls closing in the whole movie. Kind of similar, and this is such a weird comparison, kind of similar to Queen and Slim in a way that you're, like, at a certain point, you kind of go, all right, the movie can only end one way like there's really no way that they like there's a quote happy ending for these two nor really probably should there be <laughs> but no, not at all but it's but the 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 mythos the actual i can't believe i'm saying mythos in michael bay film but the the general right and wrong conversation that this movie i think really does warrant because will is doing what let's call it what it is most people in Gotham would do. Fuck, most people in America would do. Like, oh man, if I have a chance to actually pull myself out of this, considering what I gave this country and they're giving me nothing back, would you take the shot? I think more people, if you're being honest with yourself, would do what Will did. And there is that point where it's like, oh shit, like I'm in, you know, to quote some 41, I'm in too deep here. And Danny is just escalating 
more and more and more and becoming more and more unhinged. And it reminded me a lot of Good Time in that way, where it yeah. felt that not that Yaya is the uh, mentally handicapped brother in any way, but um, Danny is certainly somebody who just, no matter what, he's going to make the wrong decision. And so yeah. much of it is, he's not just, they're trying to keep the cop alive. They're trying to keep the cops from killing them at any given moment. They're trying to control everything in this situation that has already been fucked from like minute 30 or 20 or whatever. I I, I can't tell what the amount of that time runs in this movie. But um, the thing that this really stands out to me with most Michael Bay films, and I think it's something he hasn't had in a long, probably since The Rock, is this is the one Michael Bay movie with a drive, a place yeah. to go, a reason for the action. You watch this movie and there, there's shit blowing up, but there's actually a reason for it. it <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, there's 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 an end game. Yeah, like we, we talked about Bad Boys 2. And while I love Bad Boys 2, there's just that point, that last 20, 30 minutes where it is just explosions, for the sake of explosions it's like okay like it becomes white noise at a point to your point with all the action here when cop cars are getting flipped and um there's an insanely intense uh sniper moment that i went oh fuck this is this is bad um there's so many moments like that where the action actually feels earned and to your point again that's something that we haven't really had from bay in in a minute um, I want to talk about, I, I know we mentioned her, but uh, Isaac Gonzalez's Cam, what I really like about her is what a lot of my, uh, a couple of my friends who work in the medical field, the conversation that we've had in the sense of where do you draw that emotional line between being great at your job and just, you know, being able to detach when you clock out. And there are a couple scenes with her and her partner where you know he's like trying to get to know her and she's just like yeah you know this is a job like cool whatever um but to see her go through this let's call it what it is extremely traumatic experience where there's a couple points where danny just points a gun at her and i'm like oh man he might actually shoot her right here he's so unpredictable yeah because you'll have moments where people will be like talking to him on the phone be like you're not gonna fucking do anything danny you're already down shit creek you don't want to like you know whatever the fuck uh any of these other side characters which you know we're, we're talking about a lot of the character drama and all of that this isn't really like a super deep movie it's no, no. i mean all the flashbacks to their childhood are, are touching but they're touching in a way that feels like wartime propaganda from the 50s i'm like when, when do they grow up like yeah they're sitting on 50s era cars and they're playing cowboys and indians i'm like Shouldn't they? Is this like 1993 or something? Yeah, like shouldn't they? Shouldn't they have a Game Boy or something like that? Yeah, yeah not, right. Yeah, you're you're not wrong, but you know what though? They do it works. They, it does, and the actors do a great job of selling the fact that they are actually brothers. Which, to your point again, with very little, if any, real technical backstory, which is in itself a feat because that just shows how great you know these two actors work off each other, but. There's a scene where, uh, and I mentioned it, where uh, Cam has to go ahead and do the surgery on the cop. Yes, and yeah, I was trying to bring up this scene. It's so good. And it, it's, it's, a t it's a wonderful ticking clock scene because she is uh, FaceTiming her, like, former partner. And, and Danny, <laughs> Danny's such a dick. He's like, oh, hey, who is this? 
oh hey by the way i have the girl essentially that you're fucking at fucking gunpoint you need to walk her through this shit it's like oh that's that's bad i'm gonna put a bullet in her fucking head if you don't (laughs) it's just insane like i you know what's weird i kept thinking like this is kind of what public enemies wanted to be because like danny is that charming bank robber where i'm like okay he does have a swagger to uh about him they talk about how he's robbed what like 35 banks or something like that which like, i can't believe because he was so quick to pull out a gun <laughs> and and i'll be real that is the one like that is my one kind of actual gripe is that the movie sells you on the fact that like he's been doing this for forever and i'm like eh, yeah to your point nathan like dude as trigger happy as you are in theory you should have been caught by now unless i mean there this movie is filled with ridiculous shit i mean we could talk about the fbi involvement where there's a twist that apparently they that he infiltrated the fbi school to learn how fbi agents think <laughs> yeah. and, it, and it only serves the <laughs> Uh, reason of having a guy yell at another guy and say, well, your buddy is going to get a lot of people killed. Yeah, between between that and also, by the way, the FBI negotiators are fucking terrible because they, they really are egging Danny on. Like, oh yeah, you're not going to do shit. And Danny's like, oh cool, let me shoot at these fucking cops as they're driving up on us. I'm like, yeah, because you keep egging them all. I'm like, don't do that shit. And it and actually, we say all this with a simple hook. I mean, the cartel gets involved. This movie's fucking nuts. <laughs> but at the same time, I was engaged the whole time. Yeah, I have to give, take me off the seat. And I, and I have to give Bay credit for that because, yes, if you think about this movie too long, yes, you could absolutely just go, yep, no, that's dumb, that's dumb, that's dumb. But this is one of those rare cases for Bay that I would say every actor in this movie knew exactly what their job was. Everyone actually does their job really well um the action more than keeps you engaged oh yeah um when as cam goes through this whole journey there's this point where she uses a fire extinguisher and almost escapes and the way danny goes bitch stop or i'll shoot you right now i went yeah he's serious like well, that's nice my favorite line in the movie comes at that point with the this is cashmere <laughs> fuck yeah, yeah. Which, <laughs> like why are you wearing cashmere to this so okay speaking of that as a black dude i have to bring this up because like it's my it's probably outside of the whole fbi shit it really is probably my biggest just like oh god really dude the moment Will saw this like hipster looking dude wearing sandals for this fucking heist, I'm like, you should have got, you should have went, I'm out. Because he was not taking this shit seriously. And he gets killed, rightfully so, because he's a dumbass. And I went, yeah. That dude gets know. the fuck killed out of him now that yeah. I'm remembering it. <laughs> Does he get ran over? At yeah, he gets ran over and then they pull him and he's like, you're a dumbass. Why'd you wear the Birkenstocks? As if like, regardless, he would have gotten hit by a car. <laughs> Which, yeah, I, I I laughed hard at that, though, because I went, yeah, dude, why the fuck, like, wear some, wear some running shoes, like, don't wear that shit, so when, so when that happened, I went, yeah, f- fair enough, and that is one other thing I will say real quick, the action is violent in this, like, there is, like, it, it's almost on a, like, uh, really on an, an, on, a, an, on an ascent, because at first you kind of see like, okay, people getting shot from, you know, kind of far away or being shot at from far away. But once Homeboy gets run over, it's pretty much off to the races as far as the violence. And I went, oh, okay, so we're, we're, we're up in this, which 
Go ahead. Oh, oh, I, I just let out like a... <laughs> <laughs> like it's... <laughs> but it's one of those things where it feels it feels raw it feels brutal it really feels like the city of la the ha- the fact that's taking place there uh, la is showcased in a way that is like beautiful and yet dark at the same time it's like the most it, it's almost like gotham la <laughs> at points because the way that they just fuck up <laughs> there, there's this point where with this uh this low rider and a chain gun that when that scene happens, I just went, holy shit, like it, that car causes so much fucking damage in the way the camera, again, using the drone shot sweeps around the way that you get some really effective slow-mos, you see bullets going through people, cutting people up like, you know, like, like raw meat. It's, it's, it's almost like, um, like speed mixed with Rambo at points like it's it's so weird Speed is certainly like the number one influence on this movie absolutely but it's, uh this yeah. is just a movie that we don't get anymore this is the yeah. the kind of 90s action movie that would like the, the fact that this movie is underperforming i think we should just say i, I mean everybody it, we said spoiler warning earlier yeah i don't know if you want to cut this in the head of it or whatever see this movie support this movie this movie rules this movie is a lot of fun especially if like the basic premise or just action movies of this ilk are if you're an action movie fan even if you love it or hate it you, you gotta kind of support something like this especially for how little amount of money it costs yeah and and the one thing i uh, another thing i will give bay credit for um there's an adt alarm like product placement thing but it's done so quickly. It's like at the very beginning of the movie, it's like 20 seconds. It, it's not horror fucking like in Transformers film. It's like, oh, ADT is what they use for their alarms. All right, moving on. There's really no, none of that shit. And so um, there's a gay couple in here that's, uh, that's, uh, that's mentioned and it's done like it's not a big deal like there's no they're treated with decency yeah you know it it sucks because we shouldn't be giving him points for this but (laughs) (laughs) you know like we were talking earlier where there's a moment where they're like oh you guys are brothers you don't look that much alike and i was like oh man don't make this a fucking joke don't make this a fucking joke and then by like minute minute 120 or whatever you get that scene where somebody's like, well, that's not your real brother. We'll just kill him. And then they have like a fake argument. And then you get freaking Jake Gyllenhaal saying, you said he's my fake brother. He is my real brother. After he shoots him in like the most badass spectacle you've ever seen. And you're just like, fuck yes. This is how you direct Michael Bay. From now on, this is how you fucking direct. And by the way, he doesn't just shoot the guy who says it. He shoots like the room full of people in there. Like, oh, it's, it's so good. And it's it's so well shot. It is like, it's a badass moment for, for Danny in a way I went, okay, man, like, let's fucking go. But seeing Will's morality being questioned the whole time in itself is fascinating as far as his, as his journey. And again, I, I brought up American Gangster intentionally for that reason. Like, yes, like you have someone who's a drug dealer. Yes, that's wrong. But then you have, you know, a, like let's call it what it is a cor- like a corrupt, a cop who works for a very, like at its roots, corrupt fucking system. Like who's actually more wrong? And so when Danny's kind of talking to Will about, dude, they were supposed to take care of you, 
and they're not like what the fuck and i kind of went danny's not wrong but also don't rob banks but also he's not wrong and it's and it's one of those things that as i sat there and watched the movie you see the walls close in i just went yeah i'm i'm all about this movie it's something that i'm very proudly hoping there's a steel book of because i will be buying this movie uh, this is one of those movies that I would definitely have people over and be like, all right, we're going to smoke a bowl, we're going to have some beers, and we're going to just, like, enjoy the, the the just the pageantry that this movie does represent. Because just from a technical aspect, I could argue it's in Bay's top, top five films. Maybe. Oh, it's for sure in a top five for him, just period for me. Yeah, like it's just it's so well done. Um, Chris, uh, uh, Chris uh, Fedek, who wrote the screenplay, I immediately recognize that name because he's a creator of Chuck, and I fucking love Chuck with all my all my fucking heart and soul. Um, he's also done some stuff for uh, for the, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. Um, uh, what else? Um, that really random show that no one watched starring the old mr fantastic that show forever that lasted a season uh, he also uh he also is a sentient bag of cocaine because the screenplay is fucking insane it felt like <laughs> him and Bay did some cocaine together i would not be surprised if this is one of those like like one of the, it felt like one of those movies but i again and, I and it felt it, it felt like jake gyllenhaal just emerged from the bag of cocaine <laughs> it was like hey guys what's up i mean and honestly if this is what we're gonna be getting from gyllenhaal if he wants to do more cocaine or bay wants to do more cocaine go go ahead you know pull do <laughs> more power to you guys <laughs> yeah. but getting getting to um Getting the final thoughts here, I have to... Oh, and Wale is in this movie, and that made me incredibly happy because I love that dude. But um, there's this shot of... Uh, of There's a shot where Joan Hall, Danny, is dripping sweat, and the cops are about to potentially open the back of the ambulance, and there's a slow-mo of Danny like, loading his gun, being potentially ready to shoot his way out of the back of the ambulance uh, before Cam is like, no, 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 there's no one back here. We're good. We're good. In that shot, that's one of my favorite shots Bay's done in a couple films. I went, wow, that is a really inspired shot. And there's multiple shots like that in this movie. And I don't know, like, again, we we, we mentioned that we shouldn't be giving Bay credit for, you know, not being sexist, not being racist, because, you know, duh. But at the same time, for a guy who where that has been an issue, maybe he is growing as a direct as a filmmaker and realizing like, okay, I can still be Michael Bay, but not have these problematic elements that used to hinder me. He might have turned a corner, y'all. And again, like I pray that he doesn't come out next movie and immediately <laughs> and immediately just go back to you know, what he normally does, but... One thing I will give him credit is that this was a movie where he was very much more open to more improvisation from both the cast and the crew. Apparently so much of... he He's known notoriously for his very dictatorial uh, method of filmmaking, and so much of the reason why this project was made is because he just was sitting during the pandemic and was like, I need to make a movie. There's no way, like, how can I make a movie in the middle of a pandemic? And this is his pandemic movie, which is 
fascinating and it's yeah. <laughs> this is his restrained movie <laughs> and you look at the way how people have commented on it and it seems like he has shed that dictatorial or dick uh, you know dictator. what I mean. yeah that, that dictator, dictator yeah. style of directing that he was so notorious for and has become far more open to just being able to shoot as much as he can and what he is doing in this film with drone photography alone i think is revolutionary to cinema especially as we are starting to use drones more often to replace helicopters being able to set up a shot that would normally take most of a day he can do in five seconds so we're able to get these admittedly excessive but in undeniably entertaining shots where you feel like the camera is uh, a seagull sweeping into the middle of a scene. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's just, it, it's actually some next level filmmaking and it's something that people won't want to give him credit for, but he certainly should get credit for doing something more interesting with drones than we have ever seen before, in my opinion. Yeah, and I and I and I don't disagree with you. Like he he really did just use this technology in a way that really did enhance the movie. It felt it felt similar at points when I was watching uh, something like Upgrade or uh, like Hardcore Henry, where I'm just or like, wow, or like the first Evil Dead. Yeah, where it's like the camera work. I'm like, wow, this really enhances something that I'm already you know fucking digging. Um, as far as my grade, I've been going back and forth on this, to be honest, because, but because of how much I enjoyed it, and, and I gotta be clear, I enjoyed this, like, I actually got out of the theater, and was like, dude, hell yeah, I'd go, I'd turn back around and see that again if I wasn't so tired. Um, I, <laughs> yeah, I would be tired after what you had. Yeah, like, dude, it was six, you know, six hours of movies, basically, you know, so, I'm gonna give this an A-, minus. like, I... I enjoyed this so much, and if I paid full price for this, because admittedly I did use a credit because I'm just stacking those up at a point right now, but I'll be real. If I'd seen this pay 13 bucks, I'd been like, yeah, that was worth 13 bucks, not just for my enjoyment, but from all the uh, technical shit that I really admired uh, to the fact that I'm going to buy it. Uh, I'll probably pre-order it when it comes out on 4K. I'm excited to watch it again on my big ass tv but honestly go out and support something like this this is something even if you need to go see it at a matinee go see it it's wonderful uh yeah nathan your final thoughts and grades sir i mean i've been a big bay fan for a while now and it's been really disappointing that he directed five transformers films because <laughs> i can't i can defend the first one and i can try and defend the third one and everybody will you know get on my ass about that and that's fine that's totally fine i'm not i'm not as passionate about those films as i am about the other ones in his career um the rock is i think a perfect action movie and i don't Agreed. think this is absolutely perfect there's certainly areas where it's bloated but goddamn, if this is not something that feels like something of a masterwork by somebody who's in the later era of his career and it's the kind of film we don't get anymore. That sort of 90s action movie that would be playing on cable and probably will be on FX like on and on and on again. And it 
it's just it's a fun fucking movie it's one of those movies where you can certainly pick holes in it and if you if this was cinema sins we could ding every single moment of it why is the day endless oh my gosh didn't it start at dusk blah 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 all that uh so the cops hate fbi guys but if you just allow yourself to give over to this experience that is very insane yet kind of invigorating and unique um it's worth going to sit in a theater especially with the best sound system you can possibly find and it it sucks that this movie is not doing well because yeah like it's we talked about this privately but all the movies that bay is passionate about making are generally ones that people like or at least the people that like them really like them and we put him in this box and decided that hey he is this awful filmmaker that makes this hollywood garbage and sadly (laughs) we only show up for his hollywood garbage we don't show up for his absolutely trashy fun thrillers slash action movies you know we we should be supporting this side of him more than we support the other side is i i I agree with that thousand percent because yeah this is one of those movies that i think this will be one of those movies at the end of the year that people do discover and kind of go like oh yeah i probably should have and i would again i really would tell people i i'm sure it's still playing somewhere near you but go see us on a five dollar tuesday if you have to but go see it though i at worst i think people would give this like a like a b minus like i have not met a single person who hates this movie which is rare for a michael Bay movie. <laughs> yeah that is <laughs> that's absolutely rare but yeah no i would i would probably give it around the same that you have a b minus b plus it it's one of those movies that like it's not gonna make my end of the year list oh no 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 but, but i saw it twice so i liked I'm... it that much so I'm giving this an A minus strictly because of not just my enjoyment, which obviously that will vary for everyone, but from a technical aspect that, that I think alone gets it to a B to a B minus in the character work. I think from there it's up to you to kind of determine where you fall. But I don't think an A minus is being too generous, and I I fully acknowledge again. Like I slept on this. I saw this on. Friday evening around three o'clock or afternoon around three o'clock. So I've had a couple days. I was going back and forth between B plus and A minus, but just because of my enjoyment, I'm gonna land on that. I'm gonna land on that A minus. I, I really enjoyed this. So wh- where'd you land, man? You gotta give it. You a know, what, fuck it. I said B B minus. I'll give this a B plus. This is a B+. fucking fun time. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. like I ha- I have issues with uh, the stuff that you have issues with every Bay movie with. Yeah. And I, this is, this feels like I'm rating movies on a curve. Uh, and I'm an interesting movie watcher in general. So, that is definitely true. <laughs> so, but you know, you, I can't rate this like I'd rate a Michael Mann movie. I can't rate this like I'd watch a Scorsese movie. If Martin Scorsese delivered this, I'd be like, Jesus, like, what have you been taking? Right. But, as a Michael Bay movie, as an action movie that that follows by action movie logic, I can't imagine not at least being like, you know, that was that was a way to spend my time. This was an experience. And it really is an experiential movie more than anything. And it's 
I mean, this movie takes a break for a sing-along. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So that bit was fucking awesome. I thought that was uh, yeah. again, fun. Laughed a lot, but it's a nice little break in all the insanity that's going around. Like, well, also film. kind of being insane in and of themselves because they have cops right next to them. And <laughs> Jake John was like, fuck, I need to chill out. I need to chill out, man. He's like, hand me an AirPod. Yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I had so much fun with this. And just the more I, the more I think about it, I'm like, yeah, that E minus, I'm going to roll with that. But this is a repeat viewing movie for sure. This is one that people are going to queue on for their friends, like you said, smoke a bowl and just be like, I can't believe they flew a drone underneath a cop car as it was like <laughs> fucking tumbling over, you know? Which is just insane, but in the best way. But yeah, I mean, he can't calm down the camera for a second. They they fly drones inside the bank that they're robbing, which is oh my god, which is so goddamn absurd. But but I digress. Um, yeah, y'all, um, go see this shit. Go see it. You'll have fun. But Nathan, thank you so much for being on, man. I appreciate you. Can you please tell the people where they can find you? Well. Our podcast has been on a hiatus that is probably going to be for a while. That hey, Mission Impossible is on a hiatus right now, so I guess it's fitting. Yeah, uh, exactly. <laughs> but but we have like 45, 47 episodes that are just sitting there for your enjoyment. And we'll be getting back to other things soon. But you can find me on Twitter at Nathan Flynn. You can find me on Facebook or wait. Well, you, I guess you can find me on Facebook. Don't, don't have me on Facebook. I don't even know why I said that. Uh, <laughs> and then you can uh, you can find my podcast, Mission Impotable, wherever you look for podcasts. It's on Spotify. It's I-M-P-O-D-I-B-L-E. Boom. And of course, you can follow yours truly on the Twitter at jhunterrealpineapple. You can find the Real Pineapple most places you listen to the podcast, SoundCloud, Apple, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Amazon Music. Uh, you can follow me on Letterboxd now because I'm actually using my Letterboxd now because I'm trying to log all the shit I watch. Um, I'm starting my I'm starting my Bond rewatch tomorrow. Uh, my Bond Ooh. watch tomorrow. I have so real quick segue. I have not seen oh god eighty percent of the Bond films. Oh man, like yeah, because like I've seen all of Brosman's. I have not seen any other complete bonds filmography outside of craig so uh roger moore is a that is a smoke a joint period if i've ever seen one oh, his I first be... film is a black exploitation film okay so i've heard about it but i've not, again i know nothing about these movies like i've seen from russia with love once just oh that's a good movie like so i'm starting that tomorrow so everyone um this will be down the road but i'm gonna be reviewing every single bond film uh which i'm really excited to do it's gonna be fun yeah, but it's fun but yeah i i have not seen the bond films so i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna start watching those tomorrow but uh we'll have reviews up here soon for oh god what do i have what do i have reviews coming up for uh dr strange and the multiverse of madness of course oh uh, come on sam raimi come on buddy <laughs> oh, please. Uh, please be a raimi movie please be a raimi I, movie. I i think it's gonna be i'm and then uh, I was going to go see Father Stew, but fuck that. I'll rather wait for $5.99 to pay for that shit. I don't want to give Mark Wahlberg $10. Uh, wait, Father's 2? Oh, Father's father 2. <laughs> oh, oh, the way how you said that, I was like, I, I don't think I saw Father's 1. No. 
<laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, that is not a film, at least that I'm aware of. Yeah, but, Father Stu, I saw that. Jesus Christ, man. I literally, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess. But uh can I have a review? Happy Easter. Right. But we're gonna have a review up for the worst person in the world here soon because I have not watched that and I oh, really want to watch that. Best um, movie of the year, more like that. Yeah, I, I'm I'm excited to watch it, but uh, we'll have reviews up for uh, for that. We'll have a review up for X here soon uh, for Fantastic Beasts, Crimes of Grindelwald, which I oh no, that's fuck, that's the other no, one. No, Secrets uh, of Dumbledore. See, I don't. That's how little I care about Fantastic Beasts. God fucking damn it! Stop well, well, you these. you can't confuse the two of them. I mean, I, <laughs> yeah, right. Because I know, because dude, if this that is Grindelwald you, is uh, is a criminal, but you know, like Dumbledore, his only crime is all the secrets he keeps. I, <laughs> I, I hate so much. That's probably exactly how the pitch meeting went there. <laughs> <Just> like, <laughs> like the way you said that, I was like, oh god, I felt like I was in a war brothers like room. Right it's there. funny how little people give a shit about the most prominent franchise when made, I was growing up. <laughs> made made under fifty million dollars domestic this weekend, which is the lowest opening. Oh, it's pulling a Morbius. It is pulling a Morbius. So just Warner Brothers. If you want to keep doing Harry Potter shit, just put money to the games. Like, please stop making these movies. Like, just let them die. Who cares? Also, theater goers, stop, stop like looking to see like, hey, is this Fantastic Beast movie still going to disappoint me? Is Morbius going to disappoint me? Yes, they are going to. Go see Ambulance. Go see Everything Everywhere All at Once. Go yeah. see X. Go see movies that you're rolling the dice on. Roll the dice a little. Come on, get into the dirt. And, and and I, Nathan and I have had this conversation off mic multiple points, but I will just simply say this. If you think a movie is going to be bad, if you have to see it, and again, I'm not here to tell you how to spend your money, but if you have to go see it, see that shit on an early matinee or $5 Tuesday. Don't give the movie full price. Like, know your worth, know your time. Go see some stuff that's non-IP. Um, I got to see a trailer shot movie, Men, that's coming out. I'm hyped for oh, that yeah. shit. Yeah, um, Garland. Yeah, fantastic yeah. director. Yeah, Ex Machina and Annihilate. Ex Machina was my favorite of that year, and Creed came out that year. <laughs> yeah, like kind <laughs> Never of. Ever talk to me? I yeah, love Creed. Like, it's it's a great fucking movie. Like go 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 watch shit like that. Expand your bubble a little bit. Don't just stick with IPs. But everyone, as I sound more and more like a pretentious critic, stay safe out there, everyone. Please get your COVID shot for the love of fuck if you've not gotten it yet. Stay safe out there. Take care of each other and happy Easter, everyone. We'll talk to you soon. All right.